0: so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. We connect through stories and people love hearing stories. So Think about what kind of stories can you start to share about your your book, your program, your product, your business, why you're compelled to start styling or um, designing interiors. You know, what has moved you into action about this? Start sharing stories. It's such a powerful way to create connection. And people love to go on a journey with you. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author, focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello everyone, and welcome to imprint. I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtains on a part of my business that I've never shared before. And I thought now is the time because we are getting towards the end of this year. And some of you might start thinking about what do you want to create next year? what is one of your big goals for 2024? Or perhaps if you're listening to this episode sometime in the future, you might have an idea that is on your heart and you want to launch it into the world, but you're not quite sure of the best way to do it. Or maybe you have tried to launch things before and it hasn't quite worked out how you hoped. I have had varying experiences with launches and i have certainly learned what what works and what doesn't and so i'm going to be sharing that with you today and you can apply these ideas to different you know areas that you're excited about perhaps you have a product that you want to launch into the world or a service maybe you want to launch your interior design services or your interior design business maybe you've got a business idea or a book is on your heart and you want to launch it into the world and give it its best possible chance, or maybe you're about to launch an Airbnb, or maybe you've even got a course or a program, whatever it is that you have on your heart, this framework will work for you. And I'm really excited to share it with you because it is something that has really transformed my business and being really powerful so let's get into it i first of all i just want to give you a little bit of a context because you might be thinking well you know you've got a little bit of a sense of of launches and you've seen what other people do but let's take it back or break it down with a couple of examples that you might be familiar with well i think we're all familiar with these examples One is many of you will have an Apple iPhone and think about the anticipation that Apple would create for its products. And it still does. I would say it's perhaps a little bit less because they're rolling out more and more products, but the first few times they, they did it, they would have queues outside their door. They were creating an anticipation and a demand ahead of time for what they had created. Also think about uh, the Harry Potter books and the amount of anticipation that was created for those books and the films and the cues and all, you know, like the, the community and the movement that was created around those. My children, I mean, they're still reading the books and they're still watching the films. And it's incredible how it really has taken it to the next level. Like even the films took the books to the next level in terms of the way that that brand and that, um, franchise in some ways grew. And also think about some of your favorite films or books and all of the, um, planning that goes into that to releasing it into the world. I've had a few authors on the podcast recently. And obviously so much goes into releasing a book out of into the world and pre-orders have become so important, which is really often this campaign it's sometimes almost six months ahead of the book's actual release to start building momentum and start building anticipation for a book to come out so that by the time it comes out into the world, then people are already warm and they're excited and they're already talking about it. There's already so much buzz and momentum. So that is what we're going to be looking at today is how can you create this for the idea or the product or service that you already have, that you want to get out into the world and you really want to give it its best possible chance. This is what happened to me when it came to creating my first book. This is home. I, honestly i (laughs) like oh my gosh that book to create was just it really um you know dragged me over the coals in terms of the process the writing process i really pushed myself had many many late nights i put my heart and soul into that book and then when it came time to launch i thought i've got to give this book its best possible chance because i've put so much into this I just don't want it to to fail. You know, I want it to reach people. And I really believed, and I still do, in the message of that book. I really believe in the ideas and the content that I share in that book, that it is so important. And all of my books, I mean, all of my books, I put so much into them. And I think also one of the reasons that they've all done so well is the fact that I do put so much into them and they then take on a life of their own and people buy them for friends people buy them for other people and it becomes not you know it gets to the point where it's not just about me sharing about my books but it's far beyond that in terms of other people sharing it you know beyond my immediate circle or my immediate community so i'm going to share that there are there are really four key phases to launching any kind of product or service, and as I mentioned, these can be applied to different um, different areas from services, books, programs, whatever it is. Obviously, you will need to adapt it slightly to whatever you're dealing with, but this framework I'm trust that you're going to find really helpful to have a better understanding of what you really need to be thinking about, and often how much earlier you need to start this process. And that's why I wanted to share it with you today, because I think that we can be working on something and then sometimes the actual launch of it can be a little bit of an afterthought. It can be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I better quickly share something on social media about this. And really, if you want to give it the best success possible, the best chance possible, you really need to start planning ahead of time. And I'm actually going to create an episode to share more about planning. So stay tuned for that. But because the, the planning and how you plan your year is, is really so important. So the, the first key stage is what you could call the pre-pre-launch. So this is really all about priming your audience and building anticipation for what you are about to create. Now, some of you might be thinking, but I don't have an audience and I will be talking about that in my free course that you can go and check out the details. So there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to, to get more information on that. So I have, um, created a, an entire training in terms of how to, um, how to get more leads. So this is you know how to attract your right people and and really grow your audience so stay tuned for that that will be coming up very shortly and um, the first class has already run but if you want to um, if you want to get access to that second class then um, make sure you sign up and I think it's Nataliewalton.com forward slash design and grow but check out the link in the show notes because you will get all the details there. Um, it's, it's a really important one. If you're struggling to, to actually grow your audience, then you really want to come and, um, and join that one. So, like I said, the first one in terms of the, um, the pre pre pre-launch is the, it's all about priming your audience and building anticipation. And it's a really great way as well to test the waters. And get an idea as well on the objections of people you might have. So it's the third key component of this is also it means that you can sometimes, obviously not necessarily with a book, but you can tweak whatever it is that you're working on. So there might be elements that you sort of really realize in terms of the messaging, the wording, you know, how people are responding to it. Then. You know then that can be something that can really factor in i actually had this fairly recently um i was sharing the space for um the showroom for imprint house and i was sharing a light prototype that we are going to be offering very soon it might even be live by the time that this episode goes live and we had installed it in the kitchen and somebody was saying because of the way it had been hung from a ceiling rose on the wall, hanging up to a hook from the ceiling and down and the crop of the photo, they actually thought it was a wall sconce. Now it's not a wall sconce. It's actually a pendant, but it's just the way that I hung it. I thought, ah, that's really interesting. Maybe we could look at getting the hardware to actually turn it into a wall sconce. And, um, you know, so it's really, when you share, your work ahead of time, when you tease it, when you share little snippets with your audience, you start to get questions from people. You start to get um, feedback from people that can really help you then think about tailoring your offer or whatever it is that you're about to share with the world. For instance, if you're working on an Airbnb, you know, people might ask you questions. People might say, so, you know, how far is that from Sydney? And you might think, ah, OK, I really need to be clear in my messaging about, you know, it's only a two hour drive from Sydney or whatever it is. And, um, you know, and, and kind of really thinking about, OK, I need to really frame that. That's going to be a question that people are going to be asking or people might say, you know, do you have um, children's rooms? And I mean, obviously, if you've already built it and you don't or whatever, but you might you might have children's rooms and you might think, oh, we've really got to photograph that because this is something that people are asking about. So can you see how important it is in this really preliminary stage of the launch to share snippets of it? It's really important to to tease it out, to build a little bit of excitement, build a little bit of momentum, but also you start to get questions you start to get feedback you start to notice what really resonates with people again i had this recently with the the fit out for hq and i styled some shelves and i shared it and that image just went crazy on my instagram and it was like oh wow okay people really resonate with this and with this style of style of imagery as well and so to get that feedback is really invaluable. And the more that you can kind of test that, and and that's literally what I did was I actually shared the image on my stories and I got so much beautiful feedback about that image. I thought I'm going to share that image on my feed because it obviously really resonated. And sometimes you just don't know what's going to resonate with people the most. So for me to see that, it was actually really powerful. And, you know, you can think about what can I tease, what can I share to start to get that kind of feedback because you start to see what is resonating with people the most. So it's really important, this preliminary part of your launch. The next key stage is pre-launch. So this is really about framing your launch in before you actually launch. And there are some key elements that you need to include in this part. And I'm going to go through some of them and some of the really important ones. Now it's really important during this stage that you really start sharing high value content. And one of the most powerful ways that you can do this is to start sharing stories we connect through stories and people love hearing stories so think about what kind of stories can you start to share about your your book your program your product your business why you're compelled to start styling or um, designing interiors you know what has moved you into action about this start sharing stories it's such a powerful way to create connection and people love to go on a journey with you. And this is again just recently with this launch of the design space for Imprint House, is you know, because I started to escalate the number of stories that I was sharing on Instagram, you know, it starts to build this excitement that people want to be part of something, you know, and it kind of wakens them up a little bit. So you really want to wake up your audience in terms of, you know, what you're about to offer. And you want to kind of, um, you know, give them I'm, I'm kind of shaking my head as I'm saying this, you know, when you kind of wake up and it's like you sort of shake your head, and it's like, oh, OK, what, what's happening? What's going on? And and that's what you want to create with people. You want them to sort of wonder what's going on, what's happening here. And you're kind of disrupting your regular programming. And that's what you really want to do is you want to start to disrupt what you're sharing in, you know, the regular rhythms of what you're sharing, because then people start to notice. And during this phase, some, I'm just going to share a few things that are really important. You really need to start creating some sense of authority. So why are you perfectly positioned to be launching this product or to be, launching this book or this program or this course or this business why are you perfectly positioned and so you need to start sharing and creating some authority around who you are and what you do now I know for some of you this can feel really challenging and I know for me it was really challenging at the very start of promoting my first book because I have shared this before but I you know, I never really shared photos of who I was. I never talked about myself. I only ever shared my portfolio on my Instagram feed. And I knew that I needed to step more into creating a personality online and a personal brand and really just, you know, and I really don't like those words, but it really was just showing up and sharing my face and creating connection with people and connection is so important. So in this really this kind of like wake up period of the pre-launch you really want to share stories and create connection and also create community, which I've mentioned in terms of, um, you know, really then starting to sort of build this, disrupt your, your regular programming and, you know, kind of wake people up to what you're talking about. So you really want to do that. And then you also need to, to start to some extent, answering objections. So objections are when people have, you know, reasons why they think, oh, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy your services right now. Maybe I don't have the money, or I don't have the time, or I don't Um, you know, I I can't get there for whatever reason or whatever. And so you really need to think about like, what are these reasons? Now, some of these objections can be obviously much clearer or easier to know when it is perhaps a a product, you know, that people might think have objections in terms of, um, well, they might say like, I don't have the money right now so one objection is we offer payment plans or we have afterpay or we um, you know we can break it down with something like afterpay you know that could be a way you could address that objection or you might have um, an objection if you've got an Airbnb about distance so you need to really share you know say there are you know three flights a day from Sydney, or it's just a two hour drive or, um, you know, which is less time than a daily commute or, you know, like frame it in a way that people think, Oh, actually, that's not, that's not so bad. So you really need to reframe objections so that people can understand and can really connect with what's, um, helping them understand that actually this is a compelling reason, to engage with your product or service or buy it. So there are many ways that you can do that. Another powerful one is to offer social proof. So if, for instance, you were starting out with your interior design or styling business, then you really want to offer social proof that you have done this, not just for yourself, but for somebody else. And of course, at the very start of your journey, you can do this for free for other people in return for reviews or testimonials. These are really important. And if you've got a product, this is really important too. And this is why as well, um, you know, with anything, you want to always be gathering this type of information because it's really important to um, have that social proof so that you've, people have got that trust. Social proof creates trust. And it's one of the most powerful ways to do that. So people want to know that people like them have bought your product or service or engaged with it. And they've got the kind of results that you're promising that they're going to get. So that is really important. So this is all the pre-launch phase. Or like I said, it's really about waking up and warming your audience so that when you are ready to um to actually say okay this is now available then you have already warmed them up and they are ready and eager buyers so this is you know during this phase when we sort of talk about films or books or apple um with their products you know this is where they um you know sometimes they're doing ads i'm not saying that you necessarily have to do that certainly not at the start but, um, you know, they're really they're getting a lot of press, a publicity, um, really getting the word out there, starting to build momentum and hype so that by the time they say, all right, doors are open, like literally to the store when, you know, they have those long queues and they literally open the doors and people kind of rush in and go and buy the Harry Potter book or the new iPhone or whatever it is that like those people they don't need any convincing they are standing there with their you know their credit card or whatever it is um their money and they are ready to purchase and that is what you want to be aiming for so that then moves us on to this period which is you know launch day it is launch day or sometimes also called cart open and cart open just obviously refers to it means We're taking orders now like we can now create a transaction where you can literally now buy the book or you know we can exchange like i can you can pay for the book and i can give you the book or um which is obviously a bit different to pre-order or that um my design services are now open and i'm now taking um you know consultations so you can now pay for a consultation or you know we're taking bookings now so The um, bookings are now open, so you can now book the Airbnb. So this is the launch. So you have warmed up your audience to the point where hopefully you have now got um, and you should feel much more confident. I should say it's not just about hope. Like now you should actually be in this phase where you are actually feeling confident and you know that you have got some people who will be ready and eager to buy your product or service and one thing that depending on what you're offering it can be really powerful to create a sense of scarcity around this so what i mean by this is that you might say we only have and lots of product based businesses do this they say you know we have got a shipment coming in and once we're sold out of that shipment then you know then you'll have to wait and go back onto pre-order for the next shipment so that can be with Furniture products, for instance, like some businesses do that, you know, they will say we're getting a delivery. Um, some even clothing brands will do this. You know, they might do small batch runs and say, you know, we've got a limited number of this particular dress that is available. And so if you want to get this, you need to order now. Otherwise, once we're sold out, you know, some people say we're only going to do one run of this style. So it creates that um, scarcity around a product that can be really compelling for people. And that's what you really want to create. You want to create a compelling offer for people so that during this stage, they are so excited and they're like, I don't want to miss out on this thing that you're offering. If you are an interior stylist or designer, or you've got some kind of business in that field, then, you know, it might be that my calendar is now open for consultations. For the next month or for the next, you know, 90 days or whatever it is. And you set a time frame. And then um, once those bookings are made, then um, you know, I will then be releasing the next set of um, consultations beyond that. So um, this is something on there's a website called The Expert for Interior Designers. So many of them do that. They only open the calendar for a certain period of time. And so that creates that sense of. Um, you know, it really makes it compelling because there's a sense of scarcity that if I don't get in now, then I might miss out. And then the fourth phase, which often gets overlooked, but it is really important. It's not as exciting as obviously the launch period, but is the post launch period. And so during this launch, it really is about First of all, you want to be following up with people who have bought your product or service so that it can be an onboarding sequence or there's some kind of onboarding interaction so that it's not just like, oh, I bought this thing. And now, like you've dropped the ball and you feel like, you know, they feel like they've been kind of left high and dry. Um, so, you know, that you're really kind of nurturing them in some kind of beautiful way or otherwise. Um, You know, if they didn't buy from you, then you can, you know, reach out to them and say, you know, is there anything that I could do differently? Um, You know, just curious, you know, why it wasn't right for you. And you can learn so much valuable information, which then kind of continues on the loop in terms of um, you can then address those objections next time. So that can be really important and really valuable. And there are many ways that you can gain this information and learn more about people in terms of um, really getting a clear picture on what they loved, what they didn't love, and what you could do differently next time. And if you do this process right as well, then you actually set yourself up well for your next launch. So I have this actually a lot when I offer my courses. I have people who say, you know, I've enjoyed your free classes so much. Thank you. And, and honestly, I get such beautiful messages. It, You know, sometimes when you're you're launching something, you know, even for me, like it feels challenging at times. And I think, oh, I don't want to bother people, you know, and I kind of sometimes get into that mindset, which I know is not helpful. But I, And then I will get an email. And sometimes, honestly, I sort of think, oh, no, I, I hope that they're not going to be upset about, you know, because I've just had a launch and and i will get these emails and people will say the most beautiful messages they will say thank you so much for that incredible free class i love everything you do you know i love that you really you know you can see that you're creating from the heart and i really hope one day to join one of your programs i can't do it at the moment i mean like i had someone saying you know my daughter's just about to start college or whatever you know like all of these you know different reasons and um and they say, but I really, it's like it's on one of my goals for next year. And you know, that is like that's such a beautiful message. And that's such a beautiful connection to have. And and that person then is, you know, they are already warm and waiting for that next launch. And so it's this beautiful cycle. And it really can be a beautiful process where you're connecting with your community in a really conscious and intentional way. And it can be done. In a way that um, you know if they love what you're creating and if they love your product or service then it's you know it's a mutually beneficial relationship that you're creating something that you really love doing and creates value for other people and they love the value that you create so it is mutually beneficial in that sense and it's a really wonderful place to be so just kind of recapping as i mentioned there are four key phases to create a wildly successful launch. And as I mentioned, this applies to so many different areas, whether it's Airbnb, a product, a service, a book, a course, a program, um, a business. And so you really want to first of all be you know priming your audience in this sort of pre-pre-launch phase. You really want to be warming up and waking up and warming your audience in the pre-launch. You want to create a compelling offer during the actual launch where you literally open the doors and then, um, and then you want to create an, a post launch experience where it really is, um, you know, a mutually beneficial, um, you know, closing and kind of like putting a bow on, you know, that, that, that whole experience. And so you can sort of, it's like the Christmas decorations at the end of the year, you know, like, You've, you've, you've had that experience, you've pulled them out, you've put them up, you've had that experience together, and then you pack them away and you sort of like it's all done and ready and, you know, you're ready then for the next year and you can go through that experience again. So I hope this has been insightful for you if you have on your heart that you want to launch a product or service, maybe even before the end of this year or sometime next year. And I hope that you found it valuable. As always, um, if you know of someone who is about to go through this process, then um, please share with them. And if you would like to learn more about how you can actually design and grow your own creative business, make sure you go and check out the link in the show notes at nataliewalton.com forward slash design and grow, and you will get access to the free class that I'm currently, well, it's actually a course. It's it's going over four weeks and it's um, it's really providing the foundations to create a thriving uh, creative business. So normally I would, um, you know, I would be able to charge at least a couple of thousand dollars for this course, but it is the very first time that I'm doing it. So I'm doing it for free in the hope that um you know i get that feedback and i get that information from you if you're going to come and participate so i can make it the best that it can be when i eventually launch it so it's kind of people talk about it like in terms of a beta launch so it's that very initial launch it's the equivalent of you know if you want to launch an interior design product or service And you might do it for free for friends in return for saying, look, can you give me some testimonials or give me some feedback on what you liked, what you didn't? Well, it's that kind of idea. And so it really is something I'm very excited about teaching. And like I mentioned, the next one is all about how to get and grow your audience so that you can then have an audience to make offers to. So I hope you're going to find that super valuable. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed it, then please leave a five-star rating and review and can't wait to connect with you again very soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation, where it was recorded, and pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint.